welcome to another episode of the Ignite Your Mind podcast, a safe place for real talk on discovering powerful stories, talking about mental health, real business journeys, and hearing inspiring stories. My name's Sanjay Patel, and I'm a transformational life coach. And this week, I have the amazing business owner that is Camille Hoffman from Lashes with Camille. She talks about her journey from when she started 12 years ago and the experiences of training to become a lash technician and also reveals her struggles with her emotionally abusive relationship towards her personal life and how it impacted her and her business. Camille also explains how she has found using the current lockdown to realize the importance of slowing down and how it has been such an important factor for her towards her business and life. I really hope you enjoy. Okay, so welcome to another series podcast of Ignite Your Mind. And this time we've got a very special guest, goes by the name of Camille Hoffman. And Camille, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, I'm very well. (laughs) Um, Right, so I brought on Camille. As you know, uh, all of my guests have stories, journeys, businesses they've started out. um, And the whole reason I'm doing this is if anyone's thinking out there to start a business or be inspired by the troubles, you know, even just starting. I know sometimes it can be really difficult and there's a lot of personal challenges that go along with that. I've been through a hell of a lot um, and I know some of my guests have. So it's one of the reasons why I brought Camille on because she runs her own business. So uh, Camille, tell us what you do. What kind of business do you run? So um, I'm a lash tech um, or a lash technician. I've been doing it for about 12 years. I absolutely love my job. So I'm one of the lucky people that gets to get up and do something they love all day, every day. Boom, amazing. Never, <laughs> yeah, it's never a chore for me, um, which makes it easier when the days are long, which they are. Yeah. Um, and it can be quite stressful at times. But yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world. I absolutely love it. Yeah, nice, nice. I mean, like, it, it's, it's, it's a funny thing because, like, a lot of, I think what was it statistically 86% of people don't like their jobs. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. I've done over the years, I've done, you name it, I've done it. Um, until I found, you know, that that's what I really wanted to do. And there are times when I used to drag myself up and out of bed and it was, it was something in my mind that for a long time before I found this, I was just like, Oh my God, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's, this is hard to drag yourself up and, and go to something that you don't want to do. The motivation, there's no motivation whatsoever. Like it's yeah. quite depressing. Yeah. Um, and it, for a long time, it scared me because I didn't, I was like, is this work? Is this, is this my life now? Like I have to go mm. to work and I'm going to hate everything that I do. Um, and then, yeah. And then I just sort of fell into this accidentally really to be honest with you. It wasn't, the plan I wanted to be a full like beautician and work in a beauty salon and yeah. then once I studied that and then added this onto the end of the course I was like actually I quite like this screw the rest of it and I dropped yeah. all of it so that's so yeah. interesting because a lot of people that I speak to they sometimes they don't go out set their heart out to be like I want to be a doctor yeah so they don't go out and be a doctor or do all the yeah. training stuff they kind of just fall or slip into it by some and this is what I fully believe, everything happens for a reason, right? And yeah. one of the things I did when I started coaching is that I literally sat in a, uh, in a pub with my friend and I was moaning about my day job. And she was like, and I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And she was like, why don't you look to become a life coach? And I was like, what? And I was like, but everything happens for a reason. And then one thing happens after another. So yeah. like, going back to like when you fell into it, like what happened? What was the, what was the process? How did you just all of a sudden well, be, I was still this. working like full time in another job and I was studying to do beauty um in like a little private salon like a private course so I yeah, didn't yeah. go to college or anything to do it um so I paid for it off my own back and um 
and so yeah and then I was just sort of like studying and plodding along and you know getting each part done like qualification wise manicure pedicure and all of that and yeah. I was loving it it was great because I was making people look pretty it was a nice girly thing to be doing like I just loved everything about it and then at the end of the course this opportunity came up where we could do eyelash extensions so I said yeah whack that on the end of it why not back then the training was so basic like if really? I hear it yeah I mean if 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 I was to hear of a course like that now, I would be like, nah, like you, I, I would just steer someone away from it. It was so mm. basic, and I get I had a certificate at the end of the day, <laughs> and I was ready to go out and 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 work on people. That's how frightening it is. Whereas yeah. nowadays it's evolved so much where that you can then. Um, you can uh, you go and do your case study, so you have to have proved that you have got to a certain stage before you get your certificate, which is a lot lot better, I think. Yeah. And the training comes so far; it's evolved so much. Lots of different products. It's, this it makes life a lot easier for the techs now. Um, but yeah, and then I, so I was I was working full time, like doing other odd jobs. Like I was working, I think I was working in a sunbed shop at the time, yeah. um, and there was a salon just up the road and she said to me oh we're looking for somebody to do lash extensions I said oh I've got a lash extensions certificate like bearing in mind I've probably only done about a handful of people and she said oh yeah. great come on board so I did <laughs> and I got thrown in at the deep end with a whole like client base of people that were expecting lashes <laughs> right. and um, I bear in mind never really worked in a salon before or anything like that the only salon experience I had was that the the tanning salon exactly. so I sort of had a little bit of a background but um yeah so I sort of got chucked in and I made every mistake in the book I'm telling you now like yeah. everything everything that could have gone wrong I did it wrong was this like 12 well, years ago when you were like first starting out yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, it might have been a little while after that, actually, because when I actually, 12 years ago, when I first got my certificate, I probably didn't really do much with it for a good couple of years because it was that difficult. Like, it, right. uh, eye extensions are hard. What I will say to anyone who wants to go into it is you have to graft for it yeah. because it's not something that I've ever seen anybody pick up a set of tweezers and do a set of lashes straight off the bat and be like, yeah, da -da, I'm great at this. Yeah, it's yeah. not like that at all. And I think people think it's like that because there's so many girls out there that want to do it now and I get a lot of people message me actually on my Instagram page and I'm happy to offer advice to anybody but my thing is is that you're going to have to work for it yeah and I did have to work for it and um I didn't stay there for very long I think I was about six months eight months there before I decided to leave and try out on my own and over the years I sort of stayed semi in like part-time work until I felt comfortable enough to go. to go alone but yeah. i think that's the best way to do it as well 100 100 when you do get there it's such a nice feeling to go i'm gonna it's scary but it's good like so scary yeah no i i fully agree with that and i think if anyone's thinking the problem is that with the society at the moment and the, like the videos you can read the, the motivational stuff they all say like you shouldn't be doing what you do is to quit your job and go do something you want to do reality is, is yeah. that I was the same like I didn't quit my job for about a year year and a half almost yeah. before I sort of really converted because without having that income like imagine putting yourself in a mindset where I've just quit my job I've got no financial income I've got nothing to support me but yeah I'm gonna have to force myself to to go out and do lashes or do coaching yeah. so then all of a sudden I'll be like well 
if I went from the mindset that I'm desperate for the, to get that client, to get that money, the service and the value is just not going to be as good. Like, it doesn't no. make any sense. You want to be in a position where you feel good to do what you're doing. I call it no agenda. Like, whatever happens, happens. And, like, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's a learning curve, right? Um, so yeah. I think that's super, super important. I'm glad you mentioned that because um, a lot of people think it is easy just to quickly switch over and transition. But reality yeah. is, come on, yeah. you've, got to, you've got to put the work in. You've got to put the hours in. And you've got to have that balance. I get people message me and they're like, oh, is there anyone you would recommend training wise? And where did you do your training and this, that and the other? Yeah. And I haven't just done one lot of training and then I was a lash tech. Over the years, I've evolved with lashes as they've evolved. Yeah. I was very stagnant in my, stuck in my ways for the first probably maybe a good sort of eight years or so. I've got, I've got to be honest, like I, yeah. I just sort of got a bit comfortable and then it was evolving and I did a course and I didn't really do, I had a lot going on at the time personally, in my personal life. Um, so I didn't really do a lot with it. And I, because of that, mm-hmm. it got away from me. And yeah. then I still stayed a bit comfortable. But then I just got to a point where I was like, no, I've got to catch up. Yeah. And so over the years, I've, I've put myself, even to this day, I still do training. I still train. Mm-hmm. I still find masterclasses. I still want to, I still want to, you know what I mean? I still want to evolve with it. You whereas, educate yourself yeah and I think yeah. some girls they sort of like they've come to me and they've been like I want to do lashes that look like this and I'm like oh well <laughs> that's not gonna happen tomorrow easier said than done yeah so yeah. I think it, like it's just having a realistic view that it, it's gonna take time um with with certain but certainly with certain types of lashes as well with what I do like I I, I would say like to anyone that wants to do lashes start out with your classic your basics yeah. and then evolve from there um because if you go straight in it's a lot it's quite overwhelming absolutely absolutely i couldn't agree more so um currently where we are we're about three weeks into our uk lockdown uh, how, are you, how are you getting on like how are you coping because obviously i'm assuming you can't do any work i can't do any work um on people <laughs> i to be honest with you I'm staying quite positive about all of this because I think it's really important that you do. So the way that I looked at it was, for me, it's not that different to my daily routine. I work from home, so I don't really leave the house yeah, <laughs> during yeah. the day anyway. Both, yeah. So <laughs> normal um, everyday stuff for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean, I don't feel like I'm trapped as such. So. For me, that I'm lucky in that sense that it doesn't feel too different. I get out in the morning, in the morning anyway, to go to the gym and go yeah. and do pieces in the morning before work, and then I'm at work, and sometimes I'm working until seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. So yeah. for me, it's no no real difference. So I'm I'm quite lucky in that respect. I can't work on actual people, no. However, um, I have when this was all happening just before like or just as it was happening i ordered myself a training head which i can put training lashes on and i can still i can still create i can still send things out to people which i started to do and i won't i'm not making any money off them it was more for keeping me sane and being able to experiment with things i don't have the time to do in my normal day-to-day of work because i'm too busy so it's been quite a lot of fun actually i've been getting quite creative with some false lashes and sending them out to clients just to keep them ticking over until i can see them again interesting so yeah, yeah it's, it's it's funny you say that because i found that the more conversations i'm having at the moment with more people they're they're finding more creative things to do 
yeah. when the post I put out and my Instagram was like, now is the time to be creating. Yeah. Like you've got so people have got so much time. They've just been handed this time. So absolutely yeah. use it wisely and fair play to you. There was um, this conversation I was having with uh, a makeup artist on another podcast I've done. And she was saying that um, the clients she's got, they all obviously have their weddings and the weddings are all canceled at the moment. So they're oh, finished yeah. this year. And she was more worried about not her business, but more worried at looking out for the, her clients her, her brides and people that need yeah. makeup and stuff like that because it's harder for them than it is for her she can still sit at home and financially yeah. she's okay but for the brides and the people that are getting the treatments and like all of that stuff she was more sentiment towards them is that the same for you in your business or i mean yeah. the relationship you've got with your clients yeah i've got i i'm really really lucky i've got some mm. really loyal lovely clients and i've got a lot of messages and a lot of support during this time yeah. um which is fantastic because you know you, it really goes to show you you sort of learn a lot about people i think when things like this happen uh -huh. um and i've got some apps and i'm still getting lovely messages from people and you know we have this ongoing joke where people are like oh god like how much longer and i'm like don't worry we're gonna be reunited yeah. soon i'm gonna yeah. be able to help you soon and the sad thing about mine is that obviously i can't actually like, you know, get to them but the, the nice thing was that with some with some um like makeup and oh mind you i don't know but with makeup maybe it's a little bit difficult but with certain things you can't really reach out to them and send them out things whereas yeah. I'm, I'm able to do that to be able to you know i mean it's, it's 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 a small gesture but it's something yeah, cool. like which can keep them going in this time i mean they could go out and buy their own strip lashes if they wanted to but yeah. i just thought like a handmade personal set which looks very similar to what they would wear as a set of extensions, do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course, yeah. You know, we'll tide them over. So I'm lucky in that respect that I'm able to do that for them as well, which is nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah we, it's, it's weird because I, I'm also enjoying some downtime, but I am really missing my clients. Yeah. yeah. But the, the beauty of the social, of social media, it's like it, for me, it's a bit of like a double-edged sword. I can get quite overwhelmed with it when I'm working because of all the messages coming through and me having to keep up with people and me having to post and you know because i get a lot of my business through it but when times like this being able to stay in contact with people and being able to see what they're up to and you know just you know, it's, it's been quite a nice thing for me actually in this downtime to be able to stay in contact with them and, and you know have still have dialogue with them yeah just taking those steps back and just reaching out and having those conversations yeah. we wouldn't normally have i know it's like yeah. as a busy as a busy uh, a business owner like we get so wrapped up in our day-to-day -day lives and yeah. obviously as business owners as well we have to have that extra bit of motivation that extra bit of punch towards our business yeah. where i suppose the people working on nine to five they kind of do their job and go home and then they they can yeah. have we're constantly ticking aren't we we're constantly thinking about yeah. <laughs> always and i 100 percent get that and it's um yeah it's non it's an ongoing thing um there was one thing you mentioned um in a message to me a couple of weeks ago where you said last year you weren't doing so well um right. i don't know if that was personally or business like would you mind explaining what happened no of course not so business wise it's i've i've had a really good year um so and i'm really grateful for that in the respect that when i have not been so great mentally it keeps me going it's it's like therapy for me yeah. personally yeah. like i've always through my darkest of times yeah. i throw myself even deeper into work and it really like it pulls me through and it really helps like i've always yeah. found that it's it's always been my go-to 
when when I'm feeling not so great. Um, personally, I went through quite a challenging year. I was in I was in a bit of a and I'm trying to find the words carefully, but a very demanding relationship emotionally. Yeah, and quite. Um, I don't know what the what the quite right, but it it was just a very demanding, very demanding of my time and not understanding that I have a business to run, very emotionally um, draining as well. I'm trying to think of the word emotion, almost like an emotionally abusive relationship as well. Okay. I would probably even t- sort of find it as. Yeah. Um, and he was going through his own mental health issues as well, which I had to also deal with on top of everything else yeah. so it was very very challenging and I found that I put myself to the back burner in order to look after my business and to look after him and I think there's only so long you can chug 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 before it kind of comes to a bit of a grinding halt and yeah, yeah like a bit of a meltdown which is what did happen and I knew it was coming because yeah. I felt it building and building and building and building and I'd sort of almost pre-warned myself. I was like, something's going to happen soon and I feel like it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, but it wasn't coming. Right. And that's what was frightening me. And I was like, surely something's got to give. Like, And then when it did, the the, the camel that broke, uh, the, the, is it the camel that broke the straw? No, the straw that broke the camel's back. That's what they say, isn't it? Yeah. Eventually was nothing to do with anything to do with that. I had like a massive bill for my MOT on my car and it, just I just went into meltdown mode and um I needed it I needed that release though that was it was it was important and I knew it was coming because I sort of like pushed everything pushed everything pushed everything back to deal with everything else but I'd forgotten about myself and um yeah and so it was probably it wasn't very nice but for two or three weeks where I went to quite a dark place and I had some time of work and I come off social media yeah. for a little bit or I just sort of backed away from it and I just needed some rest and some just downtime. and then I came out of there and I felt like I was ready to go again do you know what I mean I just needed some time it's a refresh yeah 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 and yeah. what I've took from that is is that I need to find a balance somewhere. Instead of going whole hog at everything all the time, there needs to be a balance for me because I'm an all or nothing kind of girl. And that's the problem. And I love that about me because when, yeah. when I want something, I'll go and get it. Go and get it, yeah. yeah. Um, but then when it's sort of like, when it comes down to, when it's sort of like, when it's like bad or, or not feeling so great or whatever, then... I need to realise that I've got to slow it down a little bit. Um, So yeah, I've definitely learned now and and what I've I've done with my time, I've reduced my hours with work or I had reduced my hours with work, giving myself every other weekend off. So I have like a bit more time because I've I've been working six days a week for, I don't even know how many years, long hours. Um, And yeah, just like being a little bit more careful with my, um, my screen time as well. Because I found that I was at, when I wasn't working, I was still working. Yeah. Till you know, ten o'clock at night, posting pictures, getting back to messages, texting people. Do, 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 do you know what I mean? Love that. Yeah. So, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I've just so and this having th- this whole lockdown thing is is a great exercise as well in slowing down because you're mm. forced to. 
you're forced to you don't really have much of a choice so I'm finding things to do that I've wanted to do for ages and do you know what I mean and, and yeah. it's, it's quite nice so Maybe. yeah it was definitely a massive experience that I've, yeah. I've learned a lot from well look so, I mean uh, thank you for, for sharing that story um, that's all right do you know what I, I could tell that that's not an easy story to tell it's not easy to, to, to you know let other people you know even me or whoever's listening to into your life and I think what just a, as a takeaway from that is that yeah. people that are listening to this will have to realize that as much as we I'd sit here and do these podcasts and speak to people about their businesses and what inspired them what challenges they face there is always the personal side of life which people kind yeah. of forget like like you said, like you were spending so much time in your business and then obviously what happened in the relationship, you started spending time there, but you completely forgot about yourself. Yeah. And I'm a big advocate for self-care, massive yeah. advocate for self-care. I've got loads of tips. I've put videos out of it. I, I do it every day. Like I love it because one thing I'm addicted to is feeling good. Yeah. In, yeah. in everything. And that's one thing I always speak to my clients about is that, you know, whatever you can do to self-care, do it find that yeah. balance there is always that balance there is stuff that works for other people stuff that works for other people and it's different people so um yeah i mean look thank you thank you for sharing that story i think if anyone's yeah. listening to that and they resonate with that then you know um take note like there is there is always a way out but there is always stuff you've got to do to work on yourself before yeah. anything my coach yeah. i think i said this on my other podcast as well my coach said to me the other day was like if your cup's not full you can't pour out into anyone else because you need to take the reality steps to pour it, pour, uh, fill up your cup full before you start pouring out the work. So every yeah. morning I do whatever it might be, whether that be exercise, whether that be going for a walk, whether that be meditation, whether that mm. be listening to a podcast, just to so I'm in a good headspace and a good frame of mind to yeah. go and do my, my coaching calls or whatever it might be to, to have those conversations. So yeah, I fully agree with that. I fully agree with that. I think as well, when, when things, when, when, when you're in that headspace as well and, and things aren't so good, you, you become quite clouded. Like I found myself just sort of like in this bubble, like, and yeah. it, I was just like in a, a bubble of stress, like all the time, but there was no, like, it, it wouldn't burst. No you way know out, I, mean? like right? I was stuck in it. Yeah. And I found that like, I just, and I knew it was going to, I knew it was going to come to, you know, I knew it was going to come to something eventually. And I was dreading it almost because I was like, it's been going on a while now, like feeling like this. So yeah, definitely hundred percent. Like I, I just now know that there is, you know, like you say, my thing is I like to get out and I'm quite an independent person. So I've just, I've just hundred percent learned to make time because if you're not good, then you're no good to anybody else really, are you? Like, I mean, exactly. I, I'm, I'm not, you can't run on empty. You can't. No. So, um, yeah, I just make sure I make time now. Perfect. I, 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 yeah, really, really appreciate you explaining that story. Um, I think there's a lot of takeaways from that. A lot of people that are looking to get into your industry, especially uh, that might be listening to this or even, even just business in general, it's the same rules that apply. So, um, yeah. get that. I've got a couple of questions before we finish off. Okay. A couple <laughs> of questions at the moment. Like, what are the biggest mistakes do you think people make at the moment when they're if they're going to start out a business or just got into business, what do you think the biggest mistakes are? I think people try to run before they can walk. I think mm -hmm. that people, there's a lot of people out there going out, for example, in my, I'll base it on just what, what I know of my industry. Yeah. There's lots of people that can go and do a course tomorrow and come away with a certificate sometimes tomorrow mm -hmm. and i think they think that overnight they're going to have this built-up business where they've got clients pounding down their door 
and uh, you know, it's that's it. They're good to go. Mm-mm. It's the how it works. Even I have to work for my clients. I'm lucky because I've got a, I've got a client base of many many years. I am really lucky, but that's still not enough for me. I still will go out and I still reach out to people, or I'll still I still want new clients. So I'm, I'm never I'm never going to say I can't take any clients on because if I can fit you in, I want to fit you in. Do you know what I mean? People have to put in the graft, and that's what I think people don't realise. The clients don't necessarily just come to you. Yeah. You have to really reach out to the clients um, because there are so many people out there doing the same thing now. So, yeah, I, don't, I think it's not going to happen overnight. That's probably the biggest thing people make the mistake about. No, amazing. What do you think the most common um, reason for people failing or giving up is? Um, I think people think it's, it's going to be easy. So based on sort of similar to what I last said, like I think people don't realize how hard it's going to be yeah. and when they do realize how hard how hard it's going to be then they like, sort of uh, uh, no i'm done or or you know getting started we're like oh i can't do it it's hard like to begin with before they even try to get to clients like the actual getting yeah. to grips with like learning something or whatever yeah it's hard of course it is but it's not worth having if it wasn't do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I 100% agree with that. I think there's one thing which I've learned about my industry, and I've thought about giving up lots of times in my yeah. two and a half years I've started. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, oh, gosh. I don't know whether it's something I received, but it's something I picked up maybe along the line. Is I don't necessarily like the thought of relying on anybody else so you know when people say to you you can only rely on yourself I think that's that's a good a piece of advice because mm-hmm. at the end of the day as long as you're self-sufficient and you can pay your own way and you've worked hard to get with no one can take that away from you yeah and that's you, that's yours yeah. yeah so um whether or not I picked that up from somebody or picked up along the way that's really a, a good piece of advice I'd like to sort of share with somebody is yeah. that yeah rely on yourself work hard for yourself don't do it for anybody else do it for yourself because yeah. no one can take that away from you once you've got there yeah absolutely I couldn't agree with that more I think like I'm, I'm exactly the same as that I always just rely I'm trying to be self-sufficient I always rely I never ask anyone for anything I feel if you no. start relying and you lose control of what you're trying to achieve yeah. And you lose that responsibility. Like as soon as you are taking responsibility of your own action, that's when you become in control uh, and not yeah. anyone else. And I fully agree with that. Amazing, uh, Camille. Thank you very much. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thanks for the no time. worries. Um, if anyone's listening, just to repeat like this is streamed on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the full live stream will be up on YouTube as well. Uh, I will put all of your links below to your Instagram, uh, Facebook, whatever you've got. I'll put all the links below uh, around this video or this audio. But yeah, feel free to check her out. And if you've got any questions, uh, feel free to message us both. We should be more than happy to help. But um, yeah, Camille, Hoffman, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Ignite Your Mind podcast with myself, Sanjay Patel, and my amazing guest today, Camille Hoffman from Lashes by Camille. This is a safe place for real talk on discovering powerful stories, talking about mental health, real business journeys, and hearing inspiring stories. Please do subscribe if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube, and do leave me a comment. There's a new podcast coming out every single Friday at 12 p.m. I look forward to seeing you next week.